Bright Suns, you're now listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. Punch it, Chewie! What have we here? Hello there. Morning, Senator. Greetings, my We are the ones who guard the power. We are the middle, the beginning. <laughs> So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. You're a feisty little one, but you'll soon learn some respect. So, this is where the fun begins. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is madness. What did Lisa say? Join the conversation with the Star Wars friends on social media at SW Friends Show. That's at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the Star Wars friends at show at starwarsfriends.com if you have a comment or question you want us to read live on the show. Now, here are your hosts, the Star Wars friends! Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? My name is Christopher Marinan, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast. And joining me for this extra special, extra fun episode, episode 51 of the Star Wars Friends Podcast, are my Star Wars friends. This is Josh, and that kill-death ratio on squadrons I reported in the last episode has only gotten lower. <laughs> no, no. Too embarrassing to say. But I won't it is your birthday. It is. it is your birthday. So happy birthday, Josh. Thank you. Uh, this is Kyle, and happy birthday, Josh, first, but uh, I am also not good at squadrons, but I'm determined <laughs> to be not the worst on the podcast, so I'm going to beat at least one of these squadrons. <laughs> good, good. Set a high bar, and Kyle. <laughs> yeah. This is Maggie, and I'm also not that great at squadrons. Uh, Josh got to watch me kill myself about ten times. <laughs> no! <laughs> No, we got to use the force. Use the force. Like old Ben Kenobi said, you'll be just fine. So this is going to be a really awesome episode. We have Star Wars friends all over the world who listen to podcasts. And when we do our crossover cast, they tend to email us, they tweet us, they say, hey, you got to get this particular show on your crossover cast. And we've been emailed, we've been hit up by our Star Wars friends to get our guests on our show today. I am really excited. Our guests are one of the most popular Star Wars podcasts in the entire galaxy. They are beloved by many of our Star Wars friends, none other than the Resistance broadcast. Welcome to the Star Wars friends. What's happening, everybody? Hey, everybody. This oh, is uh, very cool to be here. Um, uh, I guess we'll just take turns here. I'm, I'm John Hoey, uh, Star Wars Newsnet and the Resistance Broadcast. I the last, the last system that I owned was a PS3, and my son destroyed it. So I am not close to playing wow. Squadron, so you would all kill me in Squadron. <laughs> Good, you're you're invited then. You can play. Yes, yes. You probably evenly match at this point. It sounds like. All right. <laughs> um, I'm James James Baney. Um, I actually I think I'm ranked globally number one right now on squadrons. Uh, I don't think I've ever been hit by anything. Um, I'm perfect, uh, undefeated. Um, no, actually, 
I, I, I'm kind of like John a little bit. I haven't had a system in a very long time, but I usually just keep up with the canon. So I have not played Squadrons, although my friend has PlayStation VR. He has like the oh, whole yeah. deal. So we have kind of, um, I don't know, planned a little bit to try to, you know, get the game and, and have a, an evening where we just like mess around, you know. That sounds awesome. Hey, it's Lacey from Resistance Broadcast. I haven't played Squadrons yet. I have the the Simpsons. I don't know why I said Simpsons. The systems of uh, PS4 and the latest Xbox. I don't have the new ones yet. Obviously, no one does. But uh, yeah, I haven't played it yet. But based on my own skills in Battlefront 2, where somehow I always glitch and drop out of X-Wings. Oh, no. (laughs) like and that you can't even do that and it happens and i still kill myself i'm sure i'm gonna be terrible yeah this seems like i mean listen i think we're all pretty much in the same age range i mean i'm not gonna give away our ages but we're probably all in the same age range so i think we're all on fair uh we're on fair ground here like you know i I would always talk in previous episodes about playing on battlefront just getting smoked by teenagers and it was just not a fun experience. I wanted like the old man league. Like I wanted to just like put my age in, let me go here. And it's a fair thing. So I think now what's cool about this is that they have cross play. So I've just discovered, um, thanks to my star Wars friends that they have cross play. So you can play against Xbox. If you have a PlayStation or you can play PlayStation, oh, nice. if you have Xbox, mm-hmm. So everyone that's hit me too. Yeah, and PC. And all my friends that uh, want to play, they're all my age. So I think it'll be a fair fight. Now, James, you're talking VR. Yo, be careful on the PSVR because <laughs> I sold mine. Um, dude, <laughs> that the being inside of a cockpit of a Starfighter in VR while you're stable in a chair, like your physical body is stable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whoo. I mean, just prepare yourself. Take some, what's Dramamine? Yeah, take a ton yeah, of Dramamine <laughs> and uh, don't eat a lot ahead of time. That's it's what, I have to take Dramamine to play my Oculus. Oh my God. That's there like a was nightmare. a, um, <laughs> yeah. there was another one that was like a special VR mission for Rogue One that I did. Yeah. Um, so I have kind of done it um, and it was pretty crazy when I did it back then, but it's just wild to, to like aim, you know, towards like a star destroyer or something, oh, yeah. and then like just know your ship's gonna go, and you just spend the whole time looking out the window. It's wild, you know, left that. and right, and you're like getting close up on the star destroyer. You're like, oh my god, I feel like I'm just flying right past it. <laughs> right. Crazy. If you've never done it, it is a great experience. Uh, but you know, I just. I personally don't recommend more than 20, 30 minutes in a headset because it's just going to be nasty. It's going to be nasty. I'll leave it at that. So good luck, everybody, when you jump on Squadrons. And uh, if you want to join us, we put all of our PSN names and Xbox names on our uh, SW Friends show. If you want to follow and play along, let's do it. Let's have some fun. But we are here to learn about the Resistance broadcast. I want to know, number one, the, the biggest thing that, that has happened this year for uh, it's really affected everybody across the world. How are all of you holding up in the COVID world? How are you, how has it changed what your, your day to day? Are you guys okay? Is everything all right? Like what's going on? Um, well, I mean, me, I've had, um, you know, job issues and, you know, a lot of people have been affected by that sort of thing. Um, but I'm, you know, we're doing fine and me and my family are doing fine. So it's, you know, grand scheme of things, long-term, uh, once all this has passed us, I think it's going to be fine. Um, and what's funny is, you know, seeing uh, celebrities and uh, professional interviewers and late night talk show hosts getting into the Skype slash, you know, Zoom interview game. And, you know, we've been podcasting that way and doing video for a while now. And it's funny seeing them struggle to like 
understand how to do it. And it's almost like <laughs> a little pat on your shoulder, like, all right, you know, I, you know, things might be tough for me right now, but it's funny seeing, you know, these professional people have a hard time uh, making that adjustment. And I only say that because the doing our podcast, and I know a lot of other podcasters like you guys probably like, this is like the one constant and it, uh, every Thursday we record. And when I walk upstairs after four or five hours of recording and, and what we're doing, I, uh, have that endorphin rush and you feel good and it kind of, uh, reinvigorates the soul. So I'll leave it at that from, from my perspective, but all in all, I mean, things could be worse, of course. Uh, but, uh, it's always good doing this sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Lacey, go, go ahead. No, go ahead, James. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I mean, I, I don't really have nothing, man. I mean, I, my job's been pretty similar. Um, you know, they change the days that I come in. So sometimes I stay home. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Everything has been pretty much the same. John nailed it as far as our show or the regular way that we've been doing it or whatever. I think like a lot of people are like trying to adapt and it's just yeah. funny cause we're just like, well, you know, we, we already know how to do this. Um, it is kind of funny though, in, in a way, like sometimes we'll see like somebody do it really well and we're like, oh, we could do that too. You know, like, <laughs> right. like I'll, I'll watch Jimmy Fallon and I'm like, oh, how's he doing that? <laughs> you yeah. know, H- how did he get it? Okay. That's cool. Maybe we could do that too. Um, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, everything's fine for us. You know, uh, the big thing I would think, and Lacey can get in a little bit more of this, but like we're, we're all missing out on celebration. Sure. I think that's oh, one yeah. like yep. with, I mean, COVID's out there, but like within us, like our little group right here. Um, yeah, that's probably the big thing that like everybody's been aware of and really bummed out on is yeah. that that happened. And now we're looking at, um, you know, right now, like 2022, 2023 till another celebration. Also, the mm. same year for like another movie. It's like right, oh, right. Gosh, yeah, it's so, brutal. We know. we do a celebration countdown on our show. We're at ninety seven weeks and uh, seven <laughs> six days. Ninety seven weeks and five days. Yeah, five so we because we just recorded the other night. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. Lacey, how are you holding up? Everything good? What is it like March two hundred and fifty eighth? Yes, at exactly, this point? exactly. Um, <laughs> it is like the worst case of Groundhog Day I've mm-hmm. ever had. Um, you know, we, we talk about it a lot on the show about how if, if we could do something like this, but it'd be like relive Saturday of celebration over and over and over again, that yeah. would be a blast. Mm. But because we're currently just sitting, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know where you guys are locally, but I'm in the Northeast. So, you know, it hit us hard and early here and it kind of hasn't gotten back to what normal is. Everyone's still pretty like cautious of what's going on, but, um, it's better at least, uh, I've done a lot of eBay shopping because <laughs> yes, I'm like yes. on my phone at two, you know, thirty in the morning, being like, "Ah, oh, yes, I need this Bantha from the '90s. I right. need it." So I feel yeah, yeah. There's currently a stack of boxes, and every day another box comes to my house, and I'm like, I should probably not have bought that, but it's right. what it is. But yeah, like James said, I think the biggest thing for me personally was definitely missing out on celebration. I have gone to every celebration now since 2015. So it was just a big highlight of this year that I was yeah. like counting down the moments to when we got to go and got to see everybody. Cause um, I would probably say, and I hope this doesn't sound totally lame on my part, but I have a lot more friends online than I do like in person where I am. So there's definitely like a missing of seeing those people in person. Cause they're just like all over the place and up in the Northeast. Cause the Northeast sucks. So I don't blame <laughs> them for not being here. 
<laughs> yeah, it's uh, it is it's heartbreaking. I mean, we really one of our motivations was I mean, us on this show, we met at Star Wars Celebration. I mean, that was part of our story is that we met oh, in nice. line at Star Wars at Star Day Wars one. Celebration. Yeah, and uh, we that's just that's how won. John James met in person. Oh, really? At celebration. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Sort of. We we met through the the podcast actually. Like, I said organizing in person it and getting it together, but in yeah. person, yeah. Wow. You guys met for the first time in line. First time in yeah. line, day, day one. one. Uh, we were like <laughs> twenty people back from the uh, from where they would drop the rope to get in on the floor because we were all mm-hmm. after you know different exclusives, and we found out like, oh wait, you're going to her universe? Yeah, you're going to uh, Del Rey. Awesome. And we just were all from the Midwest, and yeah. we all just connected. And it was uh, you know we started texting ourselves or texting each other, <laughs> text ourselves. Oh boy, um, texting uh, each other. For, <laughs> how you I've doing? I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> uh, you know we started texting each other for uh, months, and we're like, yo, we, this is basically a podcast. Like let's just let's just do this, you know. Yeah. So, um, but we were really we looking. Every- yeah, yeah, we were really looking forward to meeting all of our new friends that we've met because of our show. You know, now yeah. at celebration this year. So, hey, we'll be there in 97 weeks and five days. <laughs> I'm sure all of us will be there. March 435th. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> we'll as long as everyone there. wears a mask, does what they're supposed to, let's get back on track. I want to huh. go. So, yeah. um, all right, let's dive into some Star Wars. Thanks for sharing all your stories on that end. Glad that everyone's healthy and safe. But we are absolutely here to talk Star Wars. And part of our crossover cast, uh, really the what I love the most is the origin stories because everybody has a Star Wars origin story. They're kind of similar, but they're kind of not. Some are like really funky. Some are like, yeah, I was a Star Wars fan and then I wasn't for 20 years and now I'm hooked again. Whatever the case may be, we all have common threads, but I'm always fascinated by learning what people's origin stories are. So I would love for the Resistance broadcast to share your origin stories. How did you first find out about Star Wars? When did you know that you loved it? And what was the first Star Wars movie you saw in a theater? And and whatever memories you have associated with that, I'd love to hear it. So if anyone's ready to rock, have at it. Um, I mean, my, my I, I like to keep, I don't, I get a lot of anxiety talking about myself. So I like to keep my stuff succinct. Um, I think I was like, four or five and um like the cbs fox whatever saturday showings of star wars would always be on like tv and i think it was the empire strikes back and i was in my parents bedroom they had this like uh you know tube tvs that were like the 12 inch tv and i was watching it and i remember it was uh, luke skywalker going to approach vader um uh, in cloud city and I was asking my dad about it, and he's like, "Oh, that's Luke Skywalker. He's he's the he's the good guy." And uh, it was like, you know, it makes you remember. It makes me remember sometimes how uh, simple Star Wars is. And he's like, "Yeah." And then he has this thing, and he goes, "Wong, wong, wong," and he's making <laughs> yeah. these awful sound effects. But then I was like, I was dialed in from there. Um, and then you know, I, I grow up and I find Batman and all these other things, and I left Star Wars for a bit. But then when the special edition came out, it really like launched me back in. My first Star Wars movie in the theater was A New Hope, uh, special edition, awesome. like January of '97. And then I've been hooked ever since. So I got in with the Power of the Force figures, and I was oh, completely yeah. dialed in at that point in time. Uh, so introduced as a little little kid, but then when I was uh, a little bit older, when the special editions came out, is when it just took off. That's awesome. What was your favorite Power of the Force figure? Do you remember? Um, oh, man, that's a good question. I want to say uh, Dagobah Luke. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Because you could pair him up with the backpack with Yoda. 
Yeah. And, um, and yeah, this is his, like, he, you know, because they're all jacked, right? Oh, it's super ripped. Yeah. Super And he ripped. has his no, his sleeveless shirt, so he's just like, he, he's like Hulk Hogan, <laughs> right. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, I think that one. It's, you know, grab the blue, the blue lightsaber, the little blue backpack, and then you dunk Yoda in there oh, yeah. uh, and, and go about your business. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> figure. I love that. Right. I love the Power of the Force line. They're, they are so lovable yeah, they're ridiculous yeah. but they're yeah. <laughs> so i still have most of mine they're fun to look through every now and then but they're not oh, yeah. on display not on display so <laughs> right yeah yeah well, want to be a jedi like my father brother <laughs> yeah right let me tell you something yoda like here's the deal <laughs> so you saw the special editions uh in the theater much like myself that was that was my first first star wars film in the theater um how did you feel about do, do you remember seeing some of the changes or some of the things that may be different uh from you remembering watching it on those tube tvs yeah i remember the biggest thing was um seeing the the new scenes of the approach shot of the x-wings oh yeah yeah and um because you know my dad and even friends of mine who were hooked star wars nerds without the break were like that looks amazing i'm like Oh, that's that's new. Oh, that's new. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I remember them ta- like promoting that shot in the look. This is what Star Wars looks like now mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, it's like the, how they reeled people like old fans back in. We're like, look at how this looks now. And seeing that that little like like pan shot of the X wings coming across with R two in the back. Oh yeah. Um, I think that was my biggest standout moment. Um, I couldn't pinpoint another one, but that was for sure like, wow, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. So that's good. Thank you for sharing that with us. And uh, James, Lacey, how about either one of you? Who's ready to rock? Go ahead, James. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, my my story's kind of weird because like, I have a really bad memory when it comes to... I mean, it feels like it should be everybody is like this, but 20 years ago or more, you know? <laughs> right. But I just, I don't really remember, like, when the first time I ever saw or knew about or even really going, I kind of have, like, a vague memory of Revenge of the Sith um, with my brother, but I really don't remember what, like, the first Star Wars experience in a theater was. Um, So I kind of, in a way, have to default to going to see Force Awakens, which is not my first Star Wars in the theater experience. I know it wasn't, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh... But I, I was never, like, a big Star Wars fan. I just liked it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until um, I heard that Disney bought it, and the best thing that ever happened to me was them saying, we're wiping the EU. Wow. Never happened. Wow. Because that, to me, was, like, the reason that I never got into Star Wars, because th- I was never going to get caught up. There was no oh, way. Okay. It was it, there. There was... It was just a level of fit. It'd be like me trying to get into like magic right now. And I, and I want to be like, I want to know a lot about yeah. it and be really good at it. And it's like, I'm never going to compete with people who've been doing it for decades. Um, so t- to me, them saying, um, you know, only the movies and Clone Wars are canon. I was like, oh, I never watched that Clone Wars show, but I could do that. That's the only thing I got to get caught up on. And then every comic or whatever, as it's slowly getting released from this point on, is like all that I need to like start taking, uh, you know, partaking in or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it totally revised me, and I I went into, um, the Force Awakens just with like this 
complete. I, I, I technically at that point I knew everything about Star Wars that had that was canon. Yeah, you know right, what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. So so it was great because I was going in and it was just a completely different experience, and I didn't feel like. Maybe I didn't understand these characters or is this supposed to be connected to stuff that happened in other books and stuff that I never read? Um, And I knew that wasn't the case anymore. I was just like, I was like, no, I I get all of this. I understand the Battle of Jakku. I I hate all this, you know. So I, I, I don't know. It changed me. I'm really, really glad that they did that. Wow. I know a couple of our hosts are like very, very, very hardcore EU people, but I think mm-hmm. there's, <laughs> I, I think that Disney my heart was Cannon breaking while he was, was talking. Like, <laughs> I know I was like, I don't want to off now. <laughs> my phone's ringing. <laughs> I, I think that like that created an easier jumping off point for a ton of people, though. Um, I was, yeah. I mean, I personally was in a similar boat too. I, I had read some of the EU books and kept up with some of the larger canon, but. When Disney wiped all that stuff out, it was sort of a relief to me because exactly like you said, now I can keep up with every single thing. I'm not 327, 400 page novels behind, you know, it's, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go back and read it all if you wanted to like that. It's just, there's not enough time. Right. No, there's so many books. There's so many. I mean, I literally have a library right next to me. I don't, I can't even fathom how long it would take if I reread all of these books, but it is the, so James, your journey into star Wars is not as common as a lot of folks that I talk to, but I find it so unique and it's refreshing. I it's, it's a something that I can't relate to, but I, I don't know if I'm fully envious of because of all the EU knowledge, but it definitely being an EU fan going into the new Canon, it is, it's been contentious at times, but it's also been puzzling at times. Um, but I really, you know, I think that your position that you're in is pretty enviable just to have a fresh slate, see it with fresh eyes. Really, I mean, that's a, uh, yeah, that's not common. That's not a real common thing, at least among my circle of friends, uh, folks in their 30s. And uh, <laughs> it's like, that's pretty wild. So that's cool. That's good. That's that's interesting. Laura, there's a, another podcast that we're friends with called Force Toast. And Laura, like you, uh, started with The Force Awakens, the Disney purchase. and But now she's like a She's like a trivia legend. Um, I don't even know how she's been able to catch up uh, to that point, like catch up on everything, but she's definitely done it. Um, It's wild. It's wild. So thank you for, (laughs) thank you for sharing that, James. Lacey, what what about you? What's your origin story? Um, I've been a Star Wars fan for a really long time, since about second grade. Um, I found the movies myself in a grocery store here in the Northeast called Stu Leonard's. It's like a dairy store with animatronic cows and stuff. Awesome. (laughs) It is a trip. Uh, Yeah, they got like singing stuff and there's this rope you pull and a cow comes out and it moves. It's pretty fun. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So uh, they had like a movie section and we were at the checkout area. So I went up to the box set and it was the one that I believe it's like blue with Vader's mask on it or like black with blue text on it. So I had asked my parents like, what is that? My dad's like, oh, it's Star Wars. And I was like, I want it. And he was like, okay. And so he bought it and then that was kind of it. And I grew up on the original trilogy and Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. Um, And then I like bought all the soundtracks and everything and I was obsessed and I used to pretend I was Leia's daughter and like going on missions with her. And then uh, the first movie I saw in the theater was surprisingly uh, 
because I was so into the original trilogy was uh, The Phantom Menace. Oh, It was the okay, first movie yeah. I saw. So my dad took me to the movie theater with that movie, um, and I loved it. But I left, and I turned to my dad and was like, where was Luke Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> my dad's like, uh, how do I explain this? Um, but no, I've always loved Star Wars. Um I, I haven't. Cl- I didn't used to collect as much as I do now. I think that's something that probably started more crazily, as I put it, uh, in 2015 when Disney bought it and they yeah. you know, put out all these toys. So I bought all that stuff up. And now that they're kind of releasing stuff sparingly, I would say, I've been going back and buying the Power of the Force stuff, actually, uh, yeah. like the vehicles and the fun stuff. I like weird things. So like I'll go and buy the weird stuff that nobody wants. Um but yeah, so that's kind of been my Star Wars story, I guess. I've just really loved it. I used to work for Reed Pop and work for Star Wars Celebration. So I really like uh, the convention aspect and meeting f- other fans and making friends and that kind of thing. That's awesome. It is, uh, it's been a lot of fun actually diving into a positive Star Wars community where people are actually cool and like you can hang out yeah. with them. And they're, I mean, really, I mean, it's, it's eye opening to me. Um, I never had Star Wars friends growing up. I never had, Neither did pe- I. nobody yeah. liked it. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, it, and, and really the power of the internet when I got into my uh, late twenties and early thirties, really meeting like-minded folks, other collectors, now podcasters, and right. uh, and really just meeting exceptional people from all over the world. It's it Star Wars community. There's nothing like it. I, I know that it kind of gets a bad rap sometimes, depending on what source you go to. But in our book, it's a lot of fun because we have like-minded friends. So that's isn't this it, is all good to hear. Isn't it kind of? I don't know if you guys like going to concerts and stuff. Well, like last year, what's a concert? I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know, I I Back like in my old. Day. <laughs> yeah, like like old metal bands and stuff. And I remember like 10 years or whatever ago, I went to like a typo negative show in in uh, at Toad's Place in New Haven. And, you know, it holds like 2000 people or whatever. And you go in there and there's all these typo negative fans. And you're like, you guys exist. Yeah, uh, but yeah, out in the real life, I'm like, oh, I'm the only person who likes this band. And that's how I, I, I you're absolutely right about Star Wars and people on the internet and you know it has the good and the bad obviously with social media but uh being able to connect and be like wow or celebration wow there's all these people who understand why i'm so stupidly nerdy about this stuff (laughs) right honestly growing up i kind of hit it a little bit from people like liking this and liking anime and stuff like it wasn't cool to like these things growing up yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember so the I first time I saw somebody wearing like a Star Wars t shirt in the wild when I was like 10, and I was like, right. You are my new best friend. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> yeah like no. one of you. <laughs> my town, it was like, Oh, you don't have Abercrombie and Fitch, then you're not cool. Oh, shoot. Star yeah. Wars, not cool. Yeah. And I was I know like, that. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I, my first I remember trip the toast. eye rolls. When I I did a book report in like my freshman year in or eighth grade or something on a on a new Jedi Order uh, novel and uh, like the 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 eye rolls I got when I was like telling people what what book I read and it's like Ugh, you're not doing Harry Potter who are you <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good Kyle did you have a question before we uh, no so- I was just gonna say my first trip to Celebration was really eye opening in that same way because like. Star Wars, you see a stranger maybe at a store or you meet some people on the internet, but at Celebration, there's tens of thousands of people who are maybe even know way more about Star Wars than you do all over the place. And it's crazy. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for the cosplayers. Our, our other Star Wars friend, our co-host Justin, he is a, a legitimate uh, 501st member. Um, but the some of the cosplay, I mean, that's stuff that I could never do. And I really love seeing that in the conventions. And it's just, what a marvelous, what a marvelous thing Star Wars is. You know, it's a great thing. Shooter or something. Hey, Star Wars friends, it's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and the resident John Williams One Percenter. Do you want to be a John Williams One Percenter like me? Well, here's a piece of John Williams trivia to help you push up your glasses at the other 99%. Did you know that John Williams has 52 Academy Award nominations in his career to date? The only other person with more nominations is some guy named Walter Disney? Never heard of the guy. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. Hi, this is Kevin Kiner, composer for Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. I'm happy to be a Star Wars friend. Looking for fun and excitement without having to join the First Order or Resistance? Come join your Star Wars friends and experience the fun and excitement at Canto Bite Hotel and Casino located on the beautiful planet of Cantonica. Our state-of-the-art facility offers a beautiful Fathia racetrack, all the newest hollow tables, and the finest libations and cuisine across the galaxy. Enjoy top-notch entertainment nightly such as Bigger and Dan and the Modal Nodes, the Max Rebo Band, and Arodia Ventifoli. Witness some of the fastest sky racing in the galaxy with first-rate pilots Hype Phazon. Hype Phazon is in the building! Tora Doza. Where's my cute little furball? Freya Fenris and Griff Halloran. Okay, I still don't get why we all had to come along. Just listen to some of our happy guests. Oi! Misa love Canto Bite Hotel and Casino. Misa win muy muy credits. Whether you're here for relaxation or excitement, the Canto Bite Hotel and Casino can provide whatever you desire. There is so much to do here. Odds are you'll have the time of your life. Maybe. Gambling problem? Reach out by Hotman to the New Republic Gambling Addiction Hotline. The number is 800 IMI NDBT. The number again is 800 IMI NDBT. One more time, the number is 800 I'm in debt. This advertisement has been brought to you by the Star Wars Friends. Please handle responsibly. this episode of the Star Wars Friends podcast. Subscribe to the Star Wars Friends for weekly episodes featuring the latest news, in-depth analysis, fan questions, and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. And make it a great one. Now, back to the Star Wars Friends. Let's let's dive into the Resistance broadcast. Obviously, you are all Star Wars fans. You just shared your origin stories enough. Uh, you know that is obvious. But getting into podcasting is not a terribly easy thing. You need to have equipment. You need to have 
the the right drive, the right passion for a subject, and then you got to make a commitment all the time. And Resistance Broadcast, you all have shown this over the years to be heavily dedicated. Uh, and I'm not joking. I mean, we really, since we started doing our first crossover casts, uh, I would get messages. You got to get Resistance Broadcast. You got to get them. Oh, um, you know, you, you definitely are a, a well a beloved podcast in the community. So with that being said, how did you all get into podcasting? You know, how did this start? How did you all start this? Um, so uh, Star Wars Newsnet uh, started in 2012. Uh, this guy Val was just like, I'm going to start a website called Star Wars 7 News about episode 7. And um, people took to it because it was just like, it's a ragtag fan blog, uh, just sharing any news about new Star Wars. And then three years in, a couple of the guys who were blog writers for the site were like, do you mind if, could we start a podcast for the website? And Val was like, yeah, I don't know what a podcast is, but yeah, go ahead. (laughs) So they started doing that. And it was more of a, let's just hit record and we'll talk for six hours and then we'll put it out and, and that sort of thing. And then I joined Star Wars Newsnet in like March of 2017 um, as a writer. And I was like, this sounds interesting. Um, and the guy asked me to come on and I did a guest spot. And then James, uh, I think right before me, had done a guest spot. And um, then a couple of months later, um, things were going really well. And we were actually making it somewhat uh, listenable, entertaining, and, and, and it was growing into something real. And um, we kind of relaunched it. And then a year, uh, I want to say less than a year later, um, Lacey came on. And she can and they can both elaborate on that. But it kind of just went from there. And it went, you know, it's it's one of those things where you don't need to be, you know, Howard Stern and be the best broadcaster in the world. Right. You, you need to just love something and have a microphone and uh, be able to, you know, I'm not a tech guy and be able to just record something and get it out there. And as long as it's genuine and pure, I think people will dig it. So um, that's kind of where we got into it and formed it together. That's awesome. I'll let, I'll let them elaborate on it again. That's know. awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird. My kind of origin story with podcasts was uh, I would, I, I came, my friends actually got into it before I did. They kind of started their own website and they were doing these like video game podcasts and they wanted to have just like a general overview um, of all things like nerdy. And so I started like joining in on their thing. And, uh, we just talked about like movies and other stuff like that. And I did that for a really long time. And then when that kind of fizzled out, um, actually for a little while, I was doing my own dragon ball podcast too for a little bit. Um, Uh, of course. (laughs) <laughs> but when all that fizzled out, I was like, well, what do I, what do I want to do? I, I like this podcasting thing, uh, and I've learned a lot about it. Um, but if I could do one thing, it's got to be Star Wars, because Star Wars is, like, back now. And right. it's, like, big, and I'm, like, digging into all the books and stuff. And so I started looking up other Star Wars podcasts, and... You know, you guys wouldn't believe it, but when I was looking into it, there was maybe... Are there like, other ones? Yeah. <laughs> I, I w- it, was, it was a weird time because I was like, well, there's maybe like six Star Wars podcasts and like two were okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and the Resistance broadcast was one that I listened to because out of like, you know, very few, I was like, this one's all right. I can at least listen to like them 
and their takes on the new stuff. And then they, they asked like on the show, like if you want to be on the show, just reach out to us. That's and awesome. I was like, there's no way. Cause I've, I've no clue how many, I imagine there's only six star Wars podcasts. Star Wars is as big as it is. These guys have got to have like millions of listeners or something. <laughs> I don't know. I just have no clue. So I was like, I was like, well, they're not going to let me on, but I might as well write them and see what's up. And they wrote back and I was like, I was really nervous too the first time that I came on. Cause I was like, I have no clue what I'm getting into. I don't know their stats. I don't know how professional they are or anything like that. Um, but as I found out, um, like it wasn't as crazy as I thought. And then me and John, as he was elaborating to, we kind of like dialed it in and really got the show to be something cool. So I I was really nervous my first time doing it too. I was sitting at my kitchen table and I was doing it via an iPad. Um, and I was talking using the iPad mic as my mic, and I had like you know the standard Apple um, headphones in. And I was telling my wife like, "Please don't come out here. Please don't make any noise." <laughs> yeah. Like I was so so friggin' nervous. But uh, yeah, wow, that's great, Lacey. How about you? How did you get involved with the podcasting world? I kind of fell into it, <laughs> kind of. So, uh, like I said earlier, I was. Uh, I worked for Read Pop for a little bit, and then I worked for a couple other companies that were event-based companies and Comic-Con companies. And uh, we were having John Boyega come to our show, so I was looking for places to run ads, which sounds so uncool. Uh, and so I messaged John because I noticed he was following me and looked at his bio like a total creep and was like, oh, maybe this guy can help me. So I messaged him, was like, hey, uh, can we um, buy some ad space? And so we were chatting and... Um, he was like, oh, yeah, so just get back to me when you're back in the office. Because at the time, I was actually in California for a different show. I was in Disneyland, sad face, when you could go to Disneyland. And I was in the the line for, like, Big Thunder Mountain or something. And I'm writing to him on my phone. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be back in Connecticut on Monday. And he's like, Connecticut? We're in Connecticut. And then it ends up we live 20 minutes from each other. Oh, wow. <laughs> totally random. Our whole lives have no idea. Wow. Um, Yeah, so he then, we figured all that stuff out, and then he was like, have you ever podcasted before? And I was like, nah, kinda, not really. Like, I had been on a couple people's podcasts from here, and like, every once in a while about, like, nerdy stuff, because that's just what I've always been into, is, like, all different types of, like, Marvel, DC, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, all that stuff. And so I was like, yeah, I guess I, I could try it out. And so... He, we had a call. It was me, James, and John. I guess they were like interviewing me. Kind of. It was like a job interview. No, it felt, no, it felt like no. a job interview. No. I was in my I was in my dining room and I was like, okay, I gotta like, you know, seem cool. Like I was trying to be cool and I swore a lot and it was it was not good. <laughs> so for some reason they uh let me be on the show and it just kinda went from there. The, no, the funniest part was at the very end of it. It was not. Uh, that's so insane to say it was an interview. We we have this it discussion. Felt, that's how it felt. That's no. how it felt so from my at, perspective. At the end, I, we just go. You know, we. You know, it'd be so cool to have you on. This was obviously very comfortable. Um, I, I don't. I don't want to sound like a stuffy, but we. You know, we don't really curse on the show. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like, oh no no no! On the podcast, I'll be totally fine. I just, I, I swear, like a truck driver. And then I hung up, up and up. was yeah. like, oh my god, they hate me! And like immediately, like was like, they hate me so much. I'm such an idiot. I beat myself up for like a week. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Was that convention awesome, Con? Yes. Yeah, I went to that. Yeah, John was yeah, awesome. Yeah. I had so much yeah. fun with him. He smells so good. I say it all the time. Fun fact. Fun fact. Specific. So good. I like. I talked to him for like five minutes because he and I share a birthday, and I was like, "Birthday twin." Oh, nice. Somebody other than Rob Lowe to share a birthday with. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Lowe, Dayton represent. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So. And you know, uh, podcasts are traditionally audio, but the Resistance broadcast, I, I, I would say this is a specialty of yours. You do video as well. How did you get involved with video? I mean, that is not so common for podcasts to really put out video of their shows. I mean, if we were to do it on the Star Wars Friends, there would be many nights where we'd be in pajamas and uh, just hanging out like, <laughs> like you know, nice. we'd have to get everything set up right. But how did that come about? How did you guys make the, uh, the move? to video i mean i'll let i james was the i demanded it (laughs) no but but before he gets into the you know um serious reason like it's pajamas all the time waist down yes Uh, so yeah yeah (laughs) good all the time Um, wait are we supposed to wear pants when we record? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not a prereq, but uh, sorry, I've <laughs> I've been going commando this whole time. My bad. <laughs> hey now, <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I I really don't know. I mean, there there's kind of a couple reasons why we thought like it might be beneficial um, to go into that, and one of which was just we were hoping that it would. Um, be another market for people to watch the show. You know what I mean? There's a reason you put your Spotify on iTunes and, or I'm sorry, you put your podcast on Spotify and on iTunes. Right. It's because there are going to be people who would prefer to listen to it there. And it kind of just started as like, Hey, why don't we just take the audio of this show and upload it as a video with maybe some graphics and stuff. And I think like, if you really wanted to go back, you could look at some of our early, early videos where we were, um, where it was just graphics that we put up and, and they were just edited to showcase our story topics and stuff. And then as it, and, and then as it kind of grew, I was like, well, I'm already doing the effort to make this video. I still have this multi gigabyte file that I have to upload every week why not just turn cameras on and then people would be able to like see our expressions and see kind of how we interact as well. Um, Which has been cool because I think there's kind of something to like when people watch the show, not that we get like recognized on the street, but I think it definitely can add like an extra level of like connectivity with people who watch that particular version of our show. Yeah. Um, and they can feel like they're, um, I don't know, like a little bit more like they know us or they would be able to recognize us. Um, and it, I personally for me, and I think John and Lacey would might say the same is that it it felt like it paid off a little bit when we went to that celebration together, because, um, if we were just a regular podcast, I think people would walk right by us and it was really nice to have people be like, yo, I know I I see you and I know who you are because I watch mm-hmm. your show. Yeah, which was cool. So I, I think there's a a lot of reasons why we went into the video 
platform. And um, I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's working. I, I would always hope that we could hit those like 173,000 plays. <laughs> sure, sure. You know that you see like these other yeah. channels getting stuff. Right. But it's hard yeah. when, when you're uploading like hour long episodes. You know what I mean? Only so many people are going to watch that. Whereas like, right. you know, you upload like a five minute video that's like, Darth Vader will return. Right. Like click George that. Lucas is, is buying back Star Wars. It's a scoop. Yeah, it's scoop. a scoop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's a, I mean, that you hit it right on the head. It's that personal connection. I think that's why your fans are so um, passionate about your shows because of that, that personal connection. They can see through the video. They can see through the camera exactly how you're reacting. To it's things. also because John's so good looking. We just is, had to do video, yeah. you know? It's there just you unfair. go. Did I not so. mention that? That was number one. That <laughs> was just unfair right to our listeners slash yeah. viewers slash just like the Star yeah. Wars community as a whole that <laughs> yes. his good looks no. play the out. True. That's not true. Obviously. John, take what you can get, man. Take it. Just the take, true, it. take the it. True, the true thing is when I make my dumb jokes, the looks on their faces, uh, you don't hear you, you don't hear disdain. You can't hear an eye roll, man. Oh, so so you're the Josh of your show. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. He, come, man. He's the gym. He's like, yeah. he'll he'll say the joke and then look at the camera. Like, look at the oh, yeah, camera. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also super sarcastic, so it doesn't read well audio-wise or listen well. Whereas if right. you see me do it, you're like, oh, okay, she's not really mean. She's actually just <laughs> oh, very yeah. sarcastic. Yeah, I love it. I love she it. She rolled no, her great. eyes. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is uh, so this is fascinating. Now the other you you've done a lot of episodes, and I would love to know what your favorite episode that you've done personally, um, and. You know what? When it doesn't matter what it is, it doesn't matter what what type of episode it was. Maybe it was a reaction to a show or a, a movie or a scoop or something along those lines. What was your favorite show you've ever done on the Resistance broadcast? Oh, uh, um, I think you got to go with the obvious one. I think my favorite one was when we had uh, Eunice Huthard on. I was uh, gonna say ooh. that. Ugh. Yeah, the, that wasn't the obvious one to me. That was a great one. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah, we've had we've had a lot of good ones, but um, when we uh, we had the the um, stunt coordinator for the Rise of Skywalker on, who like stole the show on that documentary about yeah. the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and it just happened like she had tweeted something, and she would always tweet about having a bevy or having a drink or whatever, and I said. You know, Eunice, if you come on my podcast, we'll we'll make you a shirt that says that, and we'll send it to you. And she's like, "All right, you're you're on." And I was like, "Oh, that's I was like, awesome. James, bad news. You got to make a T-shirt now." <laughs> well, we're getting on. But she was so. Uh, it was one of those like guests that you have on, and you didn't want her to ever leave because you knew maybe this is the last time I'm going to talk to this person. But you felt like she was an old friend of yours. Yeah, that you can you that you've right. hung out with at a bar forever. Yeah. Uh, and she was so candid. She was so generous with her time. She was so sweet, so nice. Uh, and I had such, it was ear to ear, like the whole time. I had such a fun time. And, you know, for a movie that's so divisive, like the rise of Skywalker, she's telling us like JJ Abrams, the love of my life. He was so great to us. So sweet to us. He was so great to work with. And it just filled, it was like the Grinch. Like my heart was like, boom, boom, boom. Like yeah, I, I had yeah. such a good time. And it's like those episodes are like the things, you know, sometimes you get that podcast burnout where you're like, man, I don't, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Or like, you know, the fans are like tearing us apart, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's one of those that like, boop, 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 like your energy level gets back up and you're like ready to get back in the mix. Uh, it was such a, such a great, fun, engaging, amazing episode. She was amazing. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. Uh, James, I I, kind of heard a little bit of uh, maybe um, some surprise in that pick. Did you have a different episode in mind? Lacey, do you do you have another one besides what John said, or is it? Oh yeah, no, I have another. No, I have another one. Go ahead. Okay, do you want me to do mine then? Yep. All right. Um, I would say the obvious one that I thought we were all going to say like right away was the only show we've ever done live. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was the celebration show. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So I think John alluded to it, or or actually it was Lacey that said the only time. Uh, that me and John had ever met was when I went to Celebration, we met in person. We'd been doing the show for a long time, but um, it was just weird. It was like, I don't know, it, it if not that John's like a celebrity, but it was like when you meet a celebrity because you see them on TV all the time, and then you're like, or they're actually he? like a real person. Mm. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was weird because I was like, oh my gosh, that that's John. And then also, I'd only met Lacey once before too. So awkwardly, we're all like in a room World. together. Awkwardly. Yeah, we're all like in a room together, and like we've all old. felt like three Spider Mans, you know, like all like pointing <laughs> at each other, right? And uh, and then we just knew that like in in a matter of days we were going to have to do this coordinated like podcast in front of you know all these people and stuff. Hopefully, and we had never actually sat in a room. <laughs> we didn't and know if we were going to have five Star people or done our thing. How many people? We were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, did just like there. It was it was kind of weird because we had to organize how the sound was being recorded, and then we did video for that too, and how the video had to be recorded and everything, but. All in all, like it was such a crazy and surreal experience that, like, I have to, I have to go with like, if if I could get rid of and I never existed any of the episodes that we ever did, but I could keep one, I would have liked, I would like to keep the memory of that one show because it was, you wow. know, in front of an audience that was actually there and applauding and laughing and having a good time with us. So no, now I feel like a, an a hole. Jeez. <laughs> these sound, no, these are both great. These are both great. <laughs> Those are both so actually, answers, the other yeah. time we were together was <laughs> just make John. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Actually, seriously, my one of my favorite episodes was from after celebration. We so we record on the Thursdays before they come out, which we usually are straightforward and honest about, like because sometimes we don't cover certain stories that happen over the weekend or whatever. Um, so we recorded an episode for the first Make Soul to Happen Day, and um, the reason I'm saying this is because I go back and watch it because it's just so funny to me. Is we do this whole segment where we interact with our listeners and they give us like kind of like caption this type contests things and there was this one segment that to this day like I even if I tried to read it now I couldn't get through it and I was laughing so hard and it was about like there was this one where this guy answered that a porg like went to a Broadway play and it was I just the episodes that I'm laughing so hard that I can't get through the segment and John James are like so disgusted with me I find are the most fun because it's like I just can't get it together i love laughing i love having a good time so anytime that i'm just like i can't keep it together i just it's the best yeah <laughs> yeah that is that is good now these are yeah i mean those are all great experiences and uh, how many episodes do you think that you've done i mean in totality where do you think your approximate count is because we're very hardcore on our on our podcast but we also do live chat episodes that we don't really keep a great track of yeah um, but we're on episode 51. This is episode 51 of our audio podcast. I don't know how many live chats we've done. But uh, where do you think the Resistance broadcast is at? 
Um, so I tried to equate it because um, we. I think the podcast stopped numbering episodes at 100 because James was like, no more numbers. Let's just put, like, you know, J.J. Abrams is uh, wearing a flannel as the title. Instead of, like, <laughs> right. Um, right. But I think it's uh, the podcast itself as the Resistance broadcast. That doesn't mean it was with us. But when it started, I think it's approaching like 400. Ooh. But I think me and James came on around like 65 or so. Wow. So we're probably like 3.30 in. Um, yeah. And it's twice a week and we've never taken a week off. Um, and Lacey's been, you know, two and a half years, so she's just right behind us. And we wow. do the Mando fan show, too, which is a Mando show now every Fridays during the Mandalorian run. So I would say together, the three of us have probably done uh, over 300 episodes together. Wow. That is a, that is a tremendous uh, commitment. To and we're still, you guys are going to destroy us tonight, but we, uh, you know, we're still hanging out. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. Uh <laughs> Hi, this is Delilah S. Dawson, your Star Wars friend, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast. Kyle, will you be an angel for a helpless baby Yoda? Every day, baby Yoda is chased by bounty hunters and abused by scout troopers, and he's crying out for help. Please click the subscribe button on your screen and join the Star Wars friends with a monthly gift right now. For only 60 calamari flan a month, you'll help rescue baby Yoda from their abusers and provide food, shelter, Jedi training, and Beskar armor. Subscribe now and follow us on Twitter in the next 30 minutes to receive this tweet with a gif of Baby Yoda, who's been given a second chance thanks to you. Baby Yoda needs our help. So please, subscribe, rate, and review right away. This is Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Show. Do not underestimate the power of this podcast. Well, my name is Stephen Ray Morris, and I've been a Star Wars fan my whole life, and I'm happy to call myself a Star Wars friend. I know my thing is Jurassic Park, but I love Star Wars, and I dressed up for Ray for Halloween a couple years ago. So, yeah, enjoy Star Wars, friends. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who played Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian. Happy to be your Star Wars friend. You're listening to the Star Wars Friend Show. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Star Wars Friends podcast. Subscribe to the Star Wars Friends for weekly episodes featuring the latest news, in-depth analysis, fan questions, and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. 
and make it a great one. Now, back to the Star Wars friends. Well, Lacey, you just said something a few moments ago that floods my timeline on Twitter almost <laughs> daily, which is make Solo 2 happen. So yeah. who wants to talk about that? Be, I mean, I associate that with your show, obviously. So that is all over my feed literally daily. And it's yes. been going on Sorry. for a hot, hot minute. No, it's great. It's great. <laughs> so how did, uh, how did that all come about? What's going on? And where are you at right now with it? I'm going to let John do it because he's the one that came up with it so he can talk about it um so uh yeah it was um i loved solo when i saw it and it didn't do well and it like broke my heart and because i loved alden i love the story i'm a big lawrence kasdan fan um i thought he wrote a hell of a script for this son that that really captured han because no one writes han better than lawrence kasdan and i just i love the movie i did and then um uh when the blu-ray was coming out I was like, wouldn't it be funny if we made a t-shirt that instead of like um, star and wars around Solo, like the normal Solo logo, if we wrote make and happen and Solo 2, uh, because no one is going to expect that to be a, a possibility and no one is like going to care. So it'd be so funny if we just made a t-shirt that <laughs> said that and be like, let's be the podcast. Oh, let's make Solo 2 happen. That's stupid. So, and, and you know, it, we thought it was just a tongue in, it was a tongue in cheek thing, you know? And yeah. so, um, I told James that design idea, he made the t-shirt and then, uh, we released it and I wore it to, um, New York Comic Con, uh, that year. And everyone's like, high five me. I'm like, Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and one guy out of like a hundred comes up. He's like, that movie sucked. Oh no. But the other 99 <laughs> out of the hundred were like, yeah, solo, solo. So then we, we were like, wow, this is like no joke. And we had the hashtag with it just you know, for the t-shirt. And then like fast forward to the spring and Lacey was like, why don't we do a day? No, celebration first. Oh, Celebration. All right, we'll, we'll pick up there then. Yeah. So then at Celebration, we were like, let's wear T-shirts, guys, on the same day. Yeah. So we wore T-shirts uh, to, we like met up with some people. We wore T-shirts and I was like, guys, let's take a photo with our T-shirts. So we took a photo <laughs> and we tweeted it at John Kasdan being like, we love Solo. We want to see it happen. And then he replied to us and was like, go find Rob burrito right oh, and goes, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and he was like go find him and tell him that you want it because i'm basically standing by and we were like wow people are actually engaging with us this is so crazy so then after celebration we were all just chatting about it and we were kind of just like well how can we keep this going and like keep the conversation going with make solo to happen so we decided to do a day of it so we picked the thursday in may the 25th which was prior to when it came out. It was the premiere day, but we wanted to hit people before that Memorial Day weekend because who wants to be online when it's Memorial Day, right? right? This year was a little different, but generally speaking, most people are like at barbecues and stuff. So we kind of went to bed being like, oh yeah, 20 people will tweet with us. It'll be fun. And we woke up to like 8,000 tweets at like 7 a.m. And yeah, we James, were like, had, James texted us like at seven in the morning. He's like, there's 7,000 tweets already. Oh, my goodness. And I was getting ready for work, and I was like, what? And then yeah. it just kind of <laughs> took off from there, and it went nuts all day. And then on the way home, I was driving home from my, you know, normal 9 to 5, and my phone was going nuts. And so I get off the highway. I'm at a stop sign. I wasn't doing this while driving. 
And good, uh, good. I see that Ron Howard retweeted it, our f- picture from Celebration. So we had to go wow. back in time to April and retweeted our picture <sighs> that we took with a smiley face. And I just lost it. I called the first number on my phone that I had called, which was John's. And I was just screaming at him on the phone. <laughs> and he was yelling back to me like, what? What? I was like, oh, I got Jack Dwyer. We were just yelling at each other. And then we just went, okay, bye. And just hung up. And then from there, it just kind of kept going. And the first Make Soul 2 Happen Day was really cool because all the concept artists people were involved. Phil from Lucasfilm was involved. Matt Martin. All these people were talking about it and how much they love Solo. So then we, you know, kept it going and we did it again this year. And for some strange reason, they were all very silent. Mm. But I'm hoping that's a good thing. I'm hoping that's a good thing. But it's just kind of grown from there. Yet we had more fan tweets. Yes. Like double. There were more tweets. Total. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, more people participated the second year than they did the first year. Um, but yeah, we, we, like Lacey was saying, we noticed that the, usually the people associated with Lucasfilm were a little more quiet this year. Except was, John Powell. <laughs> John Powell still does it. Jonas obviously still does it. Oh yeah. Jonas. Uh, it was on our yeah. show. Yeah. It was the, it was the top trending topic. It was the third trending topic in the world. The first time we did it. And this past time it was the top one right under Memorial day. And we did wow. it on Memorial Day, so you're not going to beat Memorial Day. But no. um, it's just, it's, and it's not, you know, us, it's fans. And it's Solo, uh, just for some reason, being one movie. And I don't know if you guys maybe not don't like Solo, and that's fine. But um, we like it. It's, it's one movie that seems to be growing in popularity, and it's also a movie that doesn't seem to be dividing people. Uh, right. And it's, um, it, you know, however you like that movie, some people call it a fun romp. I call it a, a very. Uh, exploratory into how Han Solo became who he is as more of a character piece, but it just seems to be one of those movies that people uh, shine a positive light on, and um, it's 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 cool to see fans um, do a fan movement that's not a demand or a you better do this. It's more right. of a, we love Solo. Right. We just want you guys to know that we do appreciate that movie, even though it stumbled a bit uh, with you know the finances. But yeah. Yeah, we're huge fans of Solo. I mean, I literally have the the theatrical, the oversized poster behind that. me in every show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so this is a uh, this is definitely a movement nice. that I connect very well with. Uh, and Han Solo is my favorite character. So, um, yeah, you know, we here on the show, we you know, we are Emphis Nest. You know, big time stands here. We love yep. Lando, yes. uh, Donald Glover's Lando. We call her Emphis Best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And then uh, we actually we just spent uh, an absurd amount of time on episode 50 talking about Kira. Um, I mean, it was like a lot of time talking about Kira. Um, I notice how she came up so many times. Yeah, she came up so many times, but it's just organic because it's just now in our subconscious. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, we would love to see that happen now over the years. It's been about two years now. Um have you thought at all that this could now be a Disney Plus show or you think that they might push theatrical? Have your thoughts shifted on this at all? Are you okay if they come out with a six or eight episode Disney Plus series for this? Yeah, we've always, from early on, uh, when this started, we hadn't seen The Mandalorian yet. It hadn't come out yet. Mm. So we didn't really know what to expect when it came to Disney+. Plus. However, um, pretty early on, I would say after this, we started talking about it, which was that September, probably that end of November, December, we started talking about how we wanted a series. Yeah. So I lean towards the series side because you get more time with the adventures mm-hmm. and more time, more content. Um, and I think the guys agree with me on that. Um, 
Yeah. But yeah, we've always been for, hey, a movie would be great, but like I personally would prefer a series at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like um th- like that movie set up so many adventures and you you know, there's your snarky people who are always like, yeah, I know how that sequel goes. It's called The New Hope. I'm like, all right, guys. Like <laughs> it was 10 years. It was 10 years. Th- yeah. it was 10 years. <laughs> He's going to right. Jabba's palace. Right. He has to drop his shipment. Come on. Right. But it, it's uh, uh you know, you have the Kira and Maul angle. You have Enfys Nest. You have Lando. You have Han and Chewie. That this the end of Solo is so prime. Pick off, pick the apple off the tree for a Disney Plus series. Yes. Um, no matter how you want to do it, whether it's just you know a Han and Chewie, and then this spin, spins off, or you know multiple series. It's just it, you know it's one of those things. It's like you think about like you know the Indiana Jones Chronicles and like. Like, imagine a series called, like, The Adventures of Han Solo. And, you know, oh, yeah. they, they kick off episode one and Tim and Chewie pulling up to Jabba's palace. Uh, it's just so ripe for the taking. And imagine seeing, you know, like, Lacey loves the Jabba puppet. Imagine seeing puppet. that again. Oh, yeah. Salacious Crumb, oh, the Gamerian yeah. Guards, Boba oh, Fett. No. Like, yes. all that. Like, yes. who doesn't want that? Yes. I, and maybe that's me because I'm so biased. But it's like, it's a, to me, it's a no-brainer. You know, it's funny too because um, I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but I, but I, uh, I I bought an iPhone so I get Apple TV for free. <laughs> so I checked out that show Ted Lasso. Have it, has anybody oh, seen it or watched it's it? So good. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. It's it's really good. But I think the the heart of it is how positive that character is. You just feel good mm-hmm. after every episode, and that. Like when I watch that show, I think, man, how awesome would the Han and Solo adventure show be? Because I feel like you'd get your Mandalorian, you'd be like, dude, I don't know what's going to happen. It's like, you know, there's action and stuff and every everybody's so dark and people could die at any second. Like, I just feel like you'd watch the Han and Chewie show and you'd just be like rooting for him to plow through oh, all yeah. these guys and <laughs> and just, you know, get into all uh, get into trouble and laugh their way High out jinx. of it, you know, and yeah. stuff. It's just yeah hijinks like yeah i i think that could be such a fun show that people would like tune in because of the the good nature of it you know? it could be a Absolutely. little lighter yeah fun yeah and one of my tinfoil hat theories was for the han solo disney plus series was that he was going to have some type of space race against dash rendar and we'd see a live action dash rendar <laughs> nice. like, to, to speak of like the hijinks and like the 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 goofiness of it would be perfect but the the jabba one of the things as a as a fan a diehard fan i would love to see how that they would actually make jabba this time around would it be puppet. yeah would it be a puppet would it be cgi but that to me i mean that is almost my main driver to see what they're going to do with these characters if they do i mean i really hope that they do and it sounds like all of us kind of have an inkling that there might be something going on none of us have scoops <laughs> uh, but if you have scoops share them uh no <laughs> not unless they're backed up so, by something please don't um, just share them with yeah Chris. don't share it yeah, yeah, yeah don't share it. <laughs> if it's not four sweaty dudes inside of a slug puppet i don't want it Yes. yes. When you put it that way, I'm convinced it's got to be a puppet. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, you know, Star Wars fans can universally love things and they can also universally pan things. And I think the CGI Java in A New Hope, everyone's kind of like, Ugh. it's brutal. Wait, it's people brutal. don't like that? <laughs> I want Sorry, the Josh, dude with bad, the container, dude. like the container of like saliva that he paints on. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. Yes. See, th- that's weird because I have an Instagram account that's just gaining followers, and it's we want to see the Jabba from Return of the Jedi replaced with the CG one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 
Hashtag replace Jabba. <laughs> yeah, we want to Yodify Jabba, wow. if you will. We don't, Recently, um, like Alden's been interviewed so much about his new show, Brave New World. I don't know if you guys have checked that out. Yeah. Um, it's very like... Um, you know, uh, dystopian or whatever, but he's so good in it. And he, he's always asked about star Wars. And he said the, the part he said, first of all, he said, I would return, which was amazing to hear. I was like, <laughs> but he said his most, um, interested part in uh, about Han Solo is who he became at the end. Who's that jaded guy who mm. got burned by Kira, burned by Lando, burned by Beckett. Beckett. Like he, he yeah. gets more like hardened, and he's like, I want to explore that Han Solo. Yeah. So he already has in his in his mind the idea of how he would play him. Yeah. And that's got to excite you, right? I mean, yeah. geez. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. I hope we, you know, one of the things that we might have uh, seen at Celebration this past year, the, the cancellation celebration, could have been a teaser for this. I mean, who knows? Who knows yeah. what the future holds? Um, but fingers crossed on that end. And I love this movement. So everybody hashtag make Solo 2 happen. Continue flooding my feed and everyone else's feed. It's a great <laughs> movement. It is one of those genuinely positive uh, things that, are, that exist in the Star Wars galaxy. So please share, share, share. That is awesome. Awesome. I just want to say, as much as I love the Han Solo stuff, I do also want something to follow up on what Darth Maul is doing. Oh, like oh yeah, directly after because yeah, like absolutely. don't leave us with that teaser and then not like show us that yeah. crime syndicate stuff. I want to see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be do you guys cool. Th- do you guys think they would replace Ray Park? No. Yes. Uh, you think? Uh, 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 yeah, Maggie did not I hold do. back with that. Well, I guess yeah. I guess maybe I, I I'm too I'm too out of touch because I I know I know a little bit of the controversy. We don't disc, we don't really dive into too much controversy here on our show. Um, but I, I didn't I thought it was over and done with. I don't know. I <laughs> haven't heard that he's banned or canceled. I'm getting a bunch of weird looks on the uh, Skype here. I I don't follow it too closely along. It's, so. Sometimes those things get like forgotten. You're right. But like Maggie, would you want Sam Witwer to get in the makeup or anything? Oh yeah. yeah. I feel like he could totally pull it off. I'm a huge Sam Witwer fan. Like I've loved him since he did the American being human. Um he's like so great and he's such a good character actor. Yeah, so good. I would love I like to see him, him, like him embody in, that. In Dexter, I thought he was even good as that weirdo. Yes. <laughs> Wait, who did he play in Dexter? Just some creep. He was just like a creep for one episode. He no. was Dexter that whole time. Yeah, that's the wow. twist. That's the, that's the plot twist. That yeah. was that guy. You wow. missed the last episode where he pulls I off didn't. the mask. He's like, Mission Impossible style. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, that's um, what happens in the hurricane? Well, I would love to be as oblivious as you, Chris. <laughs> well, I, you know, I I work a lot and I don't really uh, dive. And like I said, I got a couple weird text messages the morning of that uh, whole hey, debacle. You, and you, uh, you post your bathing suit area on the internet, and you're 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 done. I for. guess that's it. I guess you can never act again. Area? I've never heard anyone call it that. Area. <laughs> so on the women, B, what, what area is it? Is it yeah. right. You guys have more areas. That's just right. the, the fact of the matter. That's how it is. Well, um, no matter who plays Darth Maul in whatever the upcoming Solo is, whether it's a movie or series, um, we'll be rooting for him. Uh, but maybe not Ray Park. Maybe just Sam Whitmer. Okay, so um, let's move along. Let's dive into uh, s- some more fun things. Yeah, move along. Move along. 
I want to know, we're going to get into some quick hitter questions here. So this Uh is, we're starting to get towards Uh the end of our our interview here. And I'm always fascinated by this. So we'll, we'll put the order in John James Lacey, just for convenience. Let's go with favorite Star Wars movie. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Empire. Yeah. Why, why is it your favorite? Um, just, uh, I mean, Han Solo is my favorite character and I feel like, um, his growth, uh, in re it, that's why I love Solo so much too, because he like refines that person who cares about people again and he doesn't realize it when it's happening. And then, uh, it just kind of like turns on him and, you know, I know a big part of that movie is the Luke journey to go confront Vader. It's that big buildup, that Rocky, like he's training here and he's over here. And But to me, um, the development of uh, Han and his relationship with Leia is the powerhouse of that movie. And um, it really takes that trilogy to the next level in terms of caring about these characters. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm a casting guy, so it's just... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. James, what about you? What's your favorite Star Wars film? Uh, it's probably going to be Return of the Jedi. Nice. Um, mm. Reason is, is I think I, I really love the the space battle at the end. I feel like, you know, you take oh, yeah. um, like Yavin originally and it just like is so much bigger and crazier in that one. Um, and it's funny because even when you compare to like other ones today, um, like stuff in uh, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, you know, Last Jedi, any of those. It, that one, that Battle of Yavin fight still, like, is crazy. Or, the, yeah, the uh, Battle of Endor fight. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. crazy. Um, and it just, it really holds up well. And um, and then on top of that, there's the whole the whole ending of, of that trilogy. You know what I mean? With the uh, confrontation between Vader, Luke, and the Emperor. And I'm, oh, that, yeah. all, all of that stuff is just exceptional. And my favorite single shot is the... Um, uh, Vader and Luke as they're behind the staircase and they're they're oh, fighting yeah. each other and they're playing a very um, epic piece of music and and just like the way it was shot and put together it, it really like hit like this is it this is the <laughs> final showdown this is what we've been leading towards and uh, and it pays off so well that I think you you gotta walk out of that every time and go man that wrapped up yeah like, perfectly you know so. I gotta go with Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's awesome. that's one of the best answers I've heard for that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Usually does a roundabout with Jabba's Palace, Sarlacc, yeah, Pit, Ewok, the barge, and like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Lacey. <laughs> oh, are you about to say that? Shit. <laughs> that's her. That. Yeah. We love, for the record, for the record, everything Kyle just said. We're going to edit this all out. <laughs> no, we, uh, listen, we talk at length about our love for Return of the Jedi and uh, all the pieces oh and parts. Goodness. The non-blinking Ewoks are uh, some of our favorite things about that movie. <laughs> Chris loves Ewoks so. unless they're slicers. That's basically, that's, I, was gonna say, I, I actually do Ewok like slicer. Ewoks, ex- yeah, except for the slicer Ewoks, for sure. Well. I guess I'm going to say Java Sail Barge is like the coolest scene ever. <laughs> it is. No, just, just to mix it, it up, cool. I'll say The Force Awakens. Force Awakens is my favorite. Ooh. Today. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Today. I changed my this I, moment. Empire is always at the top of my list, but Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, those are in my, I mean, just rotation top, I, top five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I constantly straddle that line between those two because, uh, 
I think with Return of the Jedi, it is the Jabba segment. That segment is one of the best scenes oh, yeah. from beginning oh, to finish no of doubt. Star Wars. No doubt. Um, but I also love The Force Awakens. Uh, I think that movie is perfect. No matter what anybody says about how it's a repeat of The New Hope, it is. Everything about that movie is great. All the new characters are perfect. You can actually, uh, you know who the bad guy is and you can hate them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I <Yeah>. like <laughs> having that clear cut good guy, bad guy type stuff. Um, and the scene where Ray grabs the lightsaber, like, honestly, Oof. like changed my life. That yes. I grew up yes. my entire life thinking women couldn't be Jedi. And even though you see it in the prequels, like, my hero was Luke growing up, and Leia was the government person. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, oh, the so like I, used, yeah, the so government. like I used to play that I was Leia's daughter, but like somehow I had force sensitivity, and like I was allowed to be a Jedi. Like, it, you didn't have that kind of representation on screen of a of a woman being the Jedi, the hero. So, the moment where she grabs the lightsaber, I remember the first time I saw the Force Awakens, I thought it was going to be Luke. I thought the, that moment he was showing up, which is funny because Mark Hamill says when he was reading the script, he was like, oh, here I come. And it wasn't him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that moment, like I remember being in the theater and just, it was silence and then cheers. Like people yes. were just so pumped. Yes. My eyes filled with tears. Like I was just so excited because I knew that so many girls that were my age when I found Star Wars were going to see Ray and see like, that's my Jedi. And there's something super, super exciting about that. And she just has a really great costume. There's so many wonderful things about that movie. And I would argue that her theme is one of the best themes in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Race theme. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is very, so, very good. Yeah. Besides Jabba's Palace being the coolest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> to be fair, uh, I Should have a recreation, <laughs> a three and three quarters recreation of Cal. Jabba's Palace right next to me. So uh, you're in good company. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Well, I you can't. Well, I got a giant light right here. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> but no, Lacey, uh, I, I second that. I'm a huge uh, Return of the Jedi fan for all those reasons that we like it for. So. Sure, sure. Yeah. Now, um, now we have a John Williams one percenter on our show. That's Mr. Josh. He is actually a, a certified Spotify John Williams one percenter. Where does Ray's theme rank on the? Wait, what does that mean? He it means he plays nothing. that music more than anything else. It means I'm in the yeah I'm yeah, in the top right. one percent of Spotify users that play John Williams music. Oh yeah. wow! All right. <laughs> so and so then I made it a bit on the. Sh- I got I, they sent me a message, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I have to make this a bit on the show. <laughs> That's a good bit. Though. It's so good. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Honestly, Do you though, get a when badge? you first said it, badge or something? no, I I did take a screenshot when I got like the thing, but no, I, don't get, like, <laughs> I was going to say there is some kind of thing. Yeah, there you, was like yeah, a you get like a notification. Little, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, like a that would be on my wall. Are you kidding me? That'd be above my bed. <laughs> I don't know I do have to admit bed. though, when you first said it. I thought I thought that was you were one percent of people who don't like oh, his God. music. That's what I thought. I was like, okay, I don't know why you're here. That's the hottest take in Star Wars ever. Wow. I love Star this Wars. Except just that going like John this. Yeah, can you imagine yeah. how good it would be without the music? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. No, but like, so Josh, your in your opinion, where does Ray's theme rank in John Williams' character scores? It's definitely the best one in the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's really good. It's hard to put it against. I might sign off right now. I mean, (laughs) it's yeah, it's uh, it's really it is really good. It is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Favorite Star Wars movie quote. John, go. Um, 
Uh, the Force is with you, young Skywalker, but you're not a Jedi yet. Oh, yeah. I had a Hallmark ornament when I was Great a kid answer. that when you press the button would play that. I have it. Yes. And it has a, he's on like a yellow base. The yellow platform. Yes. 1997. Yes. yes. Yeah. It still works. I don't know how. Because I put it high enough, my son can't grab it and destroy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I will never forget that. Every year, putting I, that was the one ornament I put on the tree. And you'd plug it into the little light stand or light strand. Yeah. You'd yeah. take the light out and plug it in. Yeah. It yeah. does the breathing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Killer, killer. Awesome. Hanging out to it. Yeah. <laughs> James, favorite Star Wars movie quote? Um, I always kind of teeter around, but it, it, it always has to be something that was said by Yoda in Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Uh, it's got to be. Um, the one I'll pull today probably is um, Luke saying, uh, I don't believe it, and mm. Yoda responding with, that is why you That's fail. Why yeah. you fail, man. Yeah. Because um, it has so much deeper meaning to me from like my religious background and like what it means to have faith in something and not being able to accomplish something. What I would imagine the for how the force to work, like not being able to accomplish accomplish it because you just don't believe that it's possible and having to like, like hearing him say that makes me think about what it would actually take to mentally reconvince yourself that these things are real um, and that it, it is possible. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I couldn't imagine, you know, just transporting to another planet and somebody being like, oh, look, magic exists. And you're like, <laughs> I just I can't wrap my head around it. And I can see people doing it, but like it doesn't convince me that like that I, I could do it or that it's real. You know what I mean? And having to like reprogram my brain to understand how those things work. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of like Dr. Strange. Like he had to, okay. Yeah. He had to yeah. believe that he could see where to go through those portals and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Like that whole process is like, how do you do that when you're, you know, in your thirties and forties and you know what I mean? I guess Luke was only like 18, 19 around this time or whatever, but, um, but it's it, it still is just like it's so crazy. You're an adult and you're trying to relearn right. faith and you know what, just completely disestablishing everything you know. Yeah, those uh those that whole Yoda Dagobah Luke scene is just I mean that's that's classic Star Wars. I mean that really mm-hmm. really expands the story and and Kyle references quotes from from that particular scene all the time on our show. That's my favorite. Yeah, I mean, it's... And you, and you can almost see Luke, like, listening to Ben in the first one, and, uh, like, Obi-Wan's talking about it, and he's just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> right, right. Cool. Like, he's just <laughs> nothing, like, just kind of nodding, like, all right, crazy guy. Right. And uh, then having to, like, watch him, like, actually need to learn it or try to believe in it in the second movie is just so substantially crazier. Yeah. Never gets old. Never gets old. Lacey. Never gets old. How about you? So I want to say a troll answer and say no one's ever really gone because John hates that quote. (laughs) And it's so funny because you asked me and that's the first thing that popped in my head just because of that reason. And I don't even have any. No, um, it'd probably be like never tell me the odds because that's the type of person I am. Like if someone tells me I can't do something or I'm not capable of doing something or. I don't know, any type of roadblock or challenge that I meet, I'm always very persistent to achieve what I want to achieve and not let anybody talk down to me. So I would say that probably that quote. 
I also like uh, Stronger Than She Knows when Kylo mm-hmm. Ren says that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just the idea that the people around you know how strong you are, and sometimes you don't even recognize it in yourself. Like, I like that, too. Good. Very good. But ultimately, no one's ever really gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that quote's never gone. <laughs> no, that's good. Now, all right, we got, we got two more Star Wars-related questions, and then we're going to play our word association game. I need to know... Who's your favorite Star Wars character? John? Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, For for all the gushing I did before. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Lame. James, how about you? Kanan Jarrus. Oh, excellent. Great answer. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's... Um, Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. I mean, uh, we we just did um, we did our first ever Star Wars draft on uh, episode fifty, mm-hmm. where we drafted our own crews, and uh, you know, I admitted on our show, Kanan Jarrus is my favorite Jedi. Um, nice. So, I mean, I like to hear this. It's not a common answer. So, why why do you love Kanan? Well, it. I mean, it's just a it's just a quick one. Like, I I challenged myself one day to come up with my my favorite fictional character ever, and as I like waded through like all these different characters from all these different series and things. I always kind of came across one or two things that I didn't like about that character. And I was being really nitpicky about stuff. Uh, and when I got to Kanan, I was like, dude, I love everything about this guy. Like I, I love, you know, his, his background. I love the way he acts, the way he talks. Um, I love just his story in general. And, and I decided this before his death, and stuff and it's all been like executed a hundred percent perfectly all the way through and like everything that he stood for um which i i I could be wrong too i i remember saying this one time and i don't know if it's even entirely true but i think he's the only jedi that like fully knew he was going to die Mm. or had to die and walked into it with pure cure courage um about that yeah, which is yeah, which is very like, and again, I, I kind of come from like a religious background, but like it's very Jesus of of the situation, like to know the struggle that you're gonna have to go through, but you do it anyway for the like for that reason because you know it had to be done. Um, yeah. So to go back and watch, you know, season four of Rebels and just like he knows the whole time what he has to do and still does it. Right. Right. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. I get, I still get emotional <laughs> and I've watched that episode. I don't know how many times, uh, but it still hits every single time. So very cool. Very cool. Another Kanan fan. I like it. Lacey, how about you? What's your favorite star? Who's your favorite Star Wars character? This is a really tough question for me and I'm mm-hmm. not trying to make this sound like a cop out, but it's like, it depends on the day, I guess. Cause you know, if you asked probably eight year old me, I'd say Luke Skywalker because that's what I knew. But like me now, I like Luke Skywalker and I like Kylo Ren and I like Ray and I like Kira. Like those are the four that I kind yeah. of go between. Um, but then ultimately I look at Luke Skywalker, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo and Ray's journeys. And I don't know if I agree with where those journeys end sure, up. Sure, sure. So then it's like you battle with this like, OK, well, as a character as a whole from beginning to end. Eh. I guess it would be Kira because I like where oh, Kira okay. started. I liked where Kira ended, but I don't have that kind of same relationship with the other characters. So I guess I have four. 
that's okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, that's 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 a Star Wars answer. That's good. You're passionate. I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, Kyle just reminded me off the show that yeah, Justin is uh, Justin is not with us tonight. He he couldn't make the episode, but we do have. He didn't a, die. A, He's at work. Yeah, he's at yeah. So, what the hell, man? Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he good. definitely brings a lot to our show from a collector standpoint, and we have a lot of listeners who are diehard collectors. I'm a diehard collector. Um, we're, we're Justin and I are slowly turning everyone else into the show into diehard it's collectors. Terrible. And, uh, it's so horrible. <laughs> it's a bad I spent so much money because of these boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, Maggie's like, stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah, it's a little absurd, but we, uh, you know, I've been a collector since I was a child. So Justin's in the same boat. You know, we we generally ask, what is your favorite Star Wars collectible or piece of memorabilia that you own? John, what is that? Um, man, I, I'm not. I used to be such a big like collector with the power of the force and stuff when I was younger. I don't buy. Um, and I, maybe it's a, uh, a lucky that I don't because of the lines all you have to deal with. But you guys met in line, so I guess that's a good thing. But yeah, um, I would say I have one of those. Uh, I forget what you call it, but it's in the frame and it has like the original film cell from oh okay uh, a little lithograph from, from Empire and yeah. it has Luke looking up at Vader when he's saying that line I was talking about. Uh, I think that's you know it's I don't know if it's uh cheesy or whatever, but um I I just love that piece of yeah yeah that's ori- awesome. original film cell. It's one of however many and you know it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. no, that's great. That's great. <laughs> James, what about you? What's your favorite Star Wars collectible? Um, well, I got to get out of the way because Lacey is the Star Wars collector of the three of us for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so my quick answer is probably just going to be the Galaxy's Edge lightsaber. That, oh, sweet. You, know, you kind of pick out your own and you build it yourself. And I, I went there and I went through the experience of doing it. And it's by far the most expensive piece of, like... Fandom that I own because yeah. it's like two hundred dollars just you know to Your do pink the experience or whatever. What? Yeah, it, turned pink, <laughs> it was it? purple and it's turning red. Yeah. It's oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bleeding it red. But no, it, it was like the it was it's cool because it was like a lot of money spent, but it was also like personal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it kind of became that's my lightsaber. You know. Right. So I don't know. That's probably that's probably like my number one thing. That's awesome. Now the, turn into the collector, Lacey. <laughs> Star Wars hoarder. Um, <laughs> I would say, like, I'm gonna give two answers again. Uh, so the first piece that's like kind of like signed as a collector would be my Last Jedi poster from 2017 celebration that's signed by Mark Hamill. Awesome. I Ooh. met him in the airport. It was really, oh, really nerve wracking. Um, and then my other piece would probably be my uh, Akbar that I got at an estate sale. It's like a Barbie doll, and I've had it forever. And <laughs> that's sweet. He, uh, I used him for social in 2015 for celebration, and it was before Disney got involved, so I was able to be like, "It's a line" and stuff on social. <laughs> and then Disney came back and we're like, "You can't speak as Akbar." Oh my goodness! But like before that happened, I was able to. So like everything was just in caps, and it was really really funny and. I love him. That's awesome. So, yeah. 
<laughs> I couldn't imagine meeting Mark Hamill in an airport. I've met a lot of celebrities in airports, but not to the caliber of Mark Hamill. Um, I think the biggest celebrity in airport was Blondie, Deborah Harry. So that was a uh, oh wow, but yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. He was signing. So like he was in the security line next to me, and I was doing that thing that people try to you know. I was like, oh, I don't want to bother him, whatever. Yeah. And I went on the wrong train, and I came back, and he was still sitting there, and I was like, you know what? It's now or never. I'm just yes. gonna do it. Worst yes. case, he's gonna say no. And so I went up and I had like Ray hair in and everything. And he was just like, yeah, sure. And then I didn't have a pen. So I started panicking. Oh, so no. Another pen. <laughs> and he was like, what's your name? I was like, it's Lacey. It's Lacey's my name. And I like show him my bo- boarding pass. He's like laughing at me. And he's like, what do you want me to write on this? And like in my head, I'm like, you could draw dicks on it. I don't care. Just yeah. like anything. You could write whatever you want on this poster. <laughs> and I started sweating really bad. Yeah. Like It was like a whole experience, which is hilarious because wow. I had met him previously but it was just one of those things that, like, once you cross that period from professional into fan and you're yeah. like, eight-year-old self is like, this is the guy you've lived up to your whole yes. life. And you're like, oh, my God. And you're, like, panicking. Yeah, that that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's intense. That's cool. That's awesome. That's like a once-in-a-lifetime great. I was shaking yeah. for, like, 45 minutes after that. It I'm sure. <laughs> I called probably, like, every person in my phone to tell them. And I'm pretty sure my parents were like... Are you arrested? I was like, no. Like, then don't call us. Uh, that's cool. That's cool. Hello there, Star Wars friends. It's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and resident John Williams one percenter. Do you want to be a John Williams one percenter like me? Well, here's a piece of John Williams trivia to help you show off your elite status to those around you. Not only has John won countless awards accolades, Oscars, Grammys, etc. But the apple does not fall too far from the tree either. His son, Joseph Williams, is the lead singer of the Grammy Award-winning band Toto. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. The moonlit wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation. I'm Jason Pride. Thanks for listening to Star Wars Friends Podcast. Hello there. I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, hey, hey, Obi-Wan. Um, you good there? You good there, bud? What do you mean, my friend? I'm, I'm, I'm just introducing myself in the Star Wars Friends Podcast. Well, yeah, but um, you do know that you're me and, and, and I'm you. How do you mean, my friend? Well, you know, I'm, I'm voice acting you, the voice, kind of live up in my head. Right, but I'm... Master Obi-Wan, can you just let him do his bit? Like, I, I don't think you see what he's trying to do here. Like, what he's telling you is that you live in a space in this kid's brain, this little 18-year-old's brain, and you're not actually real. I, I fail to see how that's the reality, Anakin. Frankly, I'm, I'm confused. Well, well yeah, Obi-Wan, I, I get that you're confused. Can, can we just cut to the... Uh, no, no, my friend, I need to figure this out. By the end of this podcast, I will have figured out who I am, what I want, what I'm going to do. R- right, no, no, I, I, I get it. I do. Um, I, I just think you're kind of dragging this little section on, like, a long time. Probably longer than the Star Wars Friends podcast wants it to go. Well, d- do, do look, I, 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 I... Obi-Wan, you're confused. I get it. These are confusing times. Unprecedented, maybe. I'm sure you've heard that word before, and you'll probably hear it a billion more times. 
Master Obi-Wan, I think what he's trying to say is that you should just be happy to be here on the Star Wars Friends podcast. It's a good day to be a Star Wars friend. Can we just, like, move on, please? Well, uh, all right, Anakin. I suppose that would be a, a good idea. <laughs> hey, I'm Kevin Cabral, and you're watching the Star Wars Friends show. Happy to be a Star Wars friend. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Star Wars Friends podcast. Subscribe to the Star Wars Friends for weekly episodes featuring the latest news, in-depth analysis, fan questions, and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. And make it a great one. Now, back to the Star Wars Friends. All right. I liked learning about all this. This is now we have entered the most, I guess, the most controversial question on the Star Wars Friends podcast. This is the one that's going to make so controversial. It. This one will, I mean, not even the word association game may split up the resistance broadcast. This Here particular question may split Noice. you guys up. All right. On our show, we ask all of our guests because it's been a point of contention for a very long time on the Star Wars <laughs> Friends podcast. We need to know. How the Resistance broadcast pronounces the all-terrain armored transport. Are you Team Adat or <laughs> Team ATAT, John? Uh, I I say ATAT. Whoa, that's one. Whoa, Oof, James. Whoa. I say Adat. Yes, I like tiebreaker, <laughs> John. Better tiebreaker, Lacey. Adat. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. On my birthday, you guys, come on. <laughs> Sorry, Let me, Josh. I'm voted off the island. <laughs> little, maybe, well, you can hang out with Josh. I mean, uh, Josh, get, all right. All right. With the 1% of John Williams. You do get all the John Williams you can handle. All, all the rest of us. It's all funny the rest too. of you say Adat. Maggie, Kyle, you say Adat. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's ATAT. funny too because I say I like ATM six or I say ATS, which is exactly right, why. Right. A- well, you can't say at. St- <laughs> yeah, at stat. Yeah, I mean I'm the same way. It's just so ridiculous. Um, but yeah. We, yeah, when we discovered that we said it a different way, I mean it was like what tomato like, tomato. Right. That commercial is yeah. hilarious. I do like that that uh, Mark Hamill Patrick Stewart them. commercial. There's, yes, there's two others. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we've learned a lot about the three of you, but now we're going to learn <laughs> how well you play a word association game. So this is your standard word association game. I'm going to say a word. You say the first thing that comes to your mind, and then I'll say the next thing. This is going to be a person, place, or thing in the Star Wars universe. It is not limited to just Disney canon, James. Sorry. Uh, it does go back into <laughs> EU, but it won't be... That? It won't be... <laughs> it won't be anything too crazy. But uh, listen, every one of our guests have played this. Maggie, before she was a host on the Star Wars Friends, played this game, and she still holds the top score of 28 answers through. Uh, we have Alice... Wait, from- do you lose once you can't come up with something? No one loses. No one loses. Oh, well, no. you just I say, mean... You just say move. There's a time skip. limit. Yeah, skip or um, there is a time limit. kind of losing. It's, okay, yeah, hold on. Do you say whatever word or a Star Wars Anything. Word? Anything that comes Anything. to your mind. Delilah S. Oh. Dawson would, I think she was singing songs and uh, sound effects. Was, she was going hard. Um, who My else? classic Jake? one was they said the Mandalorian and I said hot. 
So, which <laughs> right. is accurate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But uh, Jason, Jason Fry, Fry was giving like whole soliloquies to every answer. <laughs> yeah, so dude. You want. It was awesome. Uh, so good. But yeah, first thing that comes to your mind, it could be whatever. I mean, who was making sound effects recently? Someone was making sound effects. It was hilarious. Well, uh, I want to say Kevin Cabral. Sure. Delilah definitely did that. Um, did Kevin do that? Kevin, like Kevin did, did that. Kevin was doing the, the voices. So anyway. Yes. Um, Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to play this music in the background. It's going to sound a little game oh show God, music going on here. And oh yeah. actually, we give you a minute and 26 seconds. So you have a minute 30 approximately to try to get through as many of these as possible. There are 35 possible names that you can get through on here. So we are going to go ladies first. We're gonna oh, go. No, can we go ladies last? I, so I would say I would say give Please? James the first list because there's literally no, no EU in it. Well, well, hey, hang on, Josh. We were gonna let them choose behind the blast door one, two, or three. Wow, uh, just gave a spoiler, <laughs> a little switch spoiler, the, maybe a little help here. Like, skip okay, no, I'll, I, I'll take one. I actually will switch the numbers <laughs> up right now. Oh no! <laughs> All right, so can I go last? Sure, sure, we can have you go last. <laughs> oh my god. All right. I'm stressing. I'm sweating. So listen, I mean, Kevin Kiner, uh, composer of Star Wars, Clone Wars, and Rebels, he came in with 14. So um, Kevin is holding down the tail end of this list. So you, <laughs> if you want to beat Kevin Kiner, you have to beat 14. So if you want to beat Maggie, you have to beat 28. That's just, that's the way it is. So let's I, go. I still think I'm having trouble with what I'm doing here. I'm just saying a word. He's going to say a word. You say what the first word that comes to your mind. Yep. And right. then I'm going to keep yeah. going through it. So if I you say... You really can't mess it up. If I say... Um, if I say X-wing, you can say Luke, and then I'll then I'll say Lando, and then you'll say Han. How do you lose then? Because I can you just don't. say any word. No it's one just loses. How many you can get through? It's yeah. just how many okay. you can get through. Oh yeah, no one loses. No one loses. It's all, right. all fun. Okay. Well, it's all fun. whoever answers the least will lose. I'm just. Yeah, that is true. That actually <laughs> is. You know, that is fact. <laughs> all so, right. So no way to avoid it. James, are you ready? I guess so. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, do you want blast door number one, blast door number two, or blast door number three? Um, I'm going to stick with one. All right. There we go. Got it. And when you hear me count down, it's going to go five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to say the first name and that's when the music starts. So here we go. James from the resistance broadcast. He is ready to go. Five, four, three, two, one. Darth Vader. Anakin. Chewbacca. Jonas Sutema. Greedo. Green Guy. Porg. Uh, Ash Crossan. Jabba's Palace. Lacey. Captain Rex. Um, Bald. Ray Skywalker. Uh, girl. Ben Solo. <laughs> uh, guy. Poe Dameron. Uh, hair. Ryan Johnson. Uh, director. Dave Filoni. Uh, director JJ Abrams <laughs> Director <laughs> IG11 Uh not a director IG88 Legends Uh EU Moff Gideon Uh Moff nah you might have got me there R2D2 Moff Tarkin I don't know R2D2 droid Cal Kestis Um video game Shadows of the Empire Book Count Dooku. I don't even think that's true. Um, also, book actually. <laughs> Millennium Falcon. 
<laughs> uh, egg. <laughs> Return the Jedi. Uh, favorite movie. Raftars. Um, balls. Dash Rendar. <laughs> uh, a, a New Hope. Hey, hey, listen, you did pretty dang good for, for not knowing the rules. i got a couple of questions. I have so many questions. Let's do it. What questions <laughs> do you I, have here? Can I ask what about the Millennium Falcon made you think of an egg? Egg. Because I, I'm trying to remember what's the story of them, like how they envisioned it. It's like, it was like a ham sandwich with an olive or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I was like trying to come up with something faster. And I was like, I don't know. There was like maybe a, a, an egg or they used some sort of like visual shape of food. Sure. I love it. Okay. I love I like it. it. So what was the other? You said something. Oh, dude, the Dooku. Ball. The well, balls. <laughs> also book. Well, yeah, because they bo- roll. They roll with tentacles. Yes. Yeah, that's why. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So you got through 23, which puts you good. in line with uh, Andrea from the Galactic Podcast and Laura from Force Toast, and you beat actor Dominic Pace from The Mandalorian. So, Oh, I get it. it. I was trying to get through as many as I could in a certain time frame. Yep. Yep. Correct. Oh, it's <laughs> like, how, how, do I, how do you lose? I'm like sitting here like, I don't know. We're going to ask anything. you 35 just, and you say I just be like Thrawn. Thrawn, Thrawn, <laughs> Thrawn. Sure, you did say director answer. and book a few yeah. times. You right, could get okay. disqualified for he that. Said yeah. Book like six right. times in a row. He was a director. Director. <laughs> director. Director. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. You know what? These lists are randomized too, and they put all three of those back to back to back. That's wild. All right, so good. Hey, you did really good. I think so. Um, so kudos. Now, Jan, or John, you are up next. I need to know if you want blast door number two or blast door number three. Which one do you want, Lacey? I don't care. You choose. It's your turn to choose. I will choose two because that is the age of my son. That's nice. Nice. Cute. Cute. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let me I'm going re- to regret this, I bet. <laughs> there's there's one in here if you get to it i would love to hear what your answer is so yeah this is gonna be good so no i know what it is i bet yeah we'll see john are you ready to play the word association game yeah let's do it all right here we go in five four three two one luke skywalker leia clones attack of general grievous Arms. X-Wings. TIE Fighters. Jabba the Hutt. Salacious Crumb. Pizza the Hutt. Baseballs. Ahsoka Tano. Fulcrum. Kylo Ren. Ben. Finn. John Boyega. B-1 Battle Droids. Lame. John Williams. (laughs) Icon. BB-8. Beastie Boys. Django Fett. OG. Disney Plus. Streaming. Opening Crawl. Saga. Mandalore. No more. Captain Rex. Lame. Baby Yoda. (laughs) Adorable. Anakin Skywalker. Whiny. Babu Frick. Funny. Asajj Ventress. Scary. Ewoks. Man Eaters. Squadrons. A game I'll never play. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. Alec Guinness. Royal Guard. Easy to beat. 
Rush Clovis. No idea. Oh, that was the one. <laughs> did, did you that, just call Rex lame? I know. Yeah, well, I that know. hurt my feelings a little bit. Um, <laughs> I own, oh, and here. that's yeah. Hey, that's yeah. the word association game. That's the word association game. Yeah. So the wow. Rush Clovis. You got um, me on that one. Yeah, that that got added in. Um, we do a lot of Clone Wars talk on here too. So Rush is one of those uh, deep cuts, deep cuts that we talk about. Now there's another uh, deep cut in this list. Did this I get to the one you wanted me to get to? Yeah, Rush Clovis. Uh, that was that one. Oh, How okay. many did he get? Mm, mm. Twenty-five. Sorry, caught me mid-sip. John, you finished with twenty-five. So oh, you okay. Right. Are now tied with Lauren from the Galactic Pod, but you have beaten my favorite murder podcaster, Stephen Ray Morris, uh, who came in with 24. So you now have 25, and you are in the fourth spot on this. And you know what's list, funny? So. I have no, like, there's no personal thing on Rex. I was just like, I gotta get past this. <laughs> you know what? The, the hole's been dug. You're already in it. I don't know that you can get out now. I have no problems with Captain Rex for all the all the Rexians out there. But, oh, John I, hates like, Rex. Why didn't I just say clone? Hashtag. I say lame. <laughs> lame. lame. Why didn't I say director? I should have just said director. Director. Yeah, you can say that. For a book. He's probably in a book. Hey, He's on the cover have, of that Clone Wars book. all the directors next to each other, right? <laughs> that, was, that was a weird randomizer. I love that. So, so hey, question, I is apologize. this PG? No, oh no, God no. Because I'm going to have to like filter what I say. No, 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 no. Please I don't. say go Please for don't. it. Yeah, All right. just be yourself. Uh, we. Well, I don't know if you want that. <laughs> oh no, we're fine. We're very colorful on this show. Do not <laughs> worry. Called Kyle Do not when he said that Return of the Jedi was lame or whatever he oh, said. Oh yeah. <laughs> your, your co-host yeah, was talking I'm about like, balls. What are we going to do? It's fine. It's already been ruined. We're good. All right, Lacey. Are you Grow ready? Grow a pair of Rathars and do it, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. All right. So you have to beat 23. And if you want to go for the win and be the top on Resistance Broadcast, you got to beat 25. So. Okay. In five, four, three, two, one. TIE Fighters. Chip. Princess Leia. Buns. Boba Fett. Lame. A-Wings. Yeah. Cool. Chewbacca. Harry. Riff Tamsin. Bizarre. Ahsoka Tano. Orange. Finn. Stormtrooper. E-Web Repeating Blasters. <laughs> Gun. DL-44. Droid. Kathleen Kennedy. Cool. Mara Jade Skywalker. Red. Wicket. Bear. Disney Plus. Streaming? Kazuda Ziono. What? AP5. <laughs> what? Baby Yoda. Cute. IG11. Funny. Shmi Skywalker. <laughs> Underrated? Mandalorian. Is she? Hot. Attack of the Clones. Lame. Ewoks. Fun. Han Solo. Hot. Mon Mothma. Huh? White. Commander Cody. <laughs> Don't care. Dio. Pizza Cutter. The Armorer. Sexy. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> not a Kaz fan, I take it. Not a Kaz fan. <laughs> That's okay. 
Uh, let's see here. What did I say with Kaz? What? <laughs> what? You didn't like. You didn't know what he was. You were like, "Oh, you know what it was." I didn't even hear what you said. I just went what, <laughs> and I just kept oh. going. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was good. Okay, so this is a close one. This is a real close one. James, you finished with twenty three. John, you finished with twenty five. Lacey, you finished with twenty seven. And you, oh, winner, oh winner, have gotten through <laughs> the most <laughs> on the word association game. So you are in second place. You are tied with somebody, I believe. Yeah, you are tied with Alice from the Force Toast Pod. Um, nice. Yeah. So very cool. Very cool. That so fun. that was fun. You that almost groaned me. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you had twenty eight. Yeah. 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 And crazy. you're the all time high right now. Yeah. Yeah, that was during her interview, much like did you, you guys. Did you have any that, like, you said the word and you're like, why did I just say that word? <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay. I'm, I also was like, I was so stressed out when I did it. I told Chris, I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, I, I was getting I, a little racy in my head. I was like, oh, God. That's yeah. honestly why Chris likes it so much, because he's the only one that's never done it. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, I would, I would oh, you've be never so done, bad. It's, it's probably like being on, like, a family feud yeah, yeah, that's yes. one yes. second like, thing. Yeah, you're like, good answer. Uh, pants. Yes. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. What is English? <laughs> right, right. Oh yeah, I know. I know. I admit, I'd be terrible at this game, and that's part of the Look, fun of it. John, if you think Captain Rex is lame, that's your right. Okay. <laughs> I think it's if, if, weak, if this but... is like the take. If you guys cut that clip as like the Trump, <laughs> I'm toast. I'm quitting Twitter. I'm getting. I'm leaving. Uh, oh no! Especially if that idiot stay. shows up in Mandalorian season two. <laughs> This is the last thing I need in my life. (laughs) All the Rexians coming after me. It's so good. It's so good. All right. Thank you. Thank you, all three of you, for playing this game. It is a lot of fun for us. uh, And I hope that you guys had fun too. Would you mind hanging out with us as we blow this thing and go home? Oh, absolutely. All righty. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. All right, that wraps it up. This is our crossover cast with the Resistance Broadcast, John, James, and Lacey. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's some comments that were made on this episode by many of us, myself included, that we might want to regret and... uh, (laughs) No, it's a, the sail barge scene is the coolest scene in Star Wars. I will die on that hill. Cal. <laughs> oh, this is good. So this definitely, this was a lot of fun. I appreciate all three of you sharing your Star Wars origin stories with us and our listeners. And uh, really, I mean, a lot of our listeners are going to be very pleased listening to this episode. They've been asking for this for a long time. So I appreciate the time that you've all given to us and our listeners. Really awesome of all of you. Uh, where can people find you and where can they find the resistance broadcast on social media? Um, yeah, you guys can find me on star Wars newsnet.com, uh, writing and uh, editing over there and, uh, Johnny Hoagie on Twitter, uh, and the resistance broadcast. You can find us on uh, YouTube, Apple podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Google play everywhere. You get your podcasts. Uh, we're there twice a week, Monday and Thursdays. 
And we got the Mando Fan Show uh, every Friday as the Mandalorian streams. We're going to be uh, doing shows uh, those nights. Awesome. We cannot wait for Mandalorian Season 2. We didn't even get to talk about that. This is going to be awesome. James, where can they find you on social? Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Myra Trunks, which is M-I-R-A-H-T-R-U-N-K-S. Dragon Ball thing. Very cool. Very cool. Lacey, how about you? Where can they find you at? People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. And before we go, I want to congratulate Maggie on her GoFundMe for Thank trans you. rights. Because it's so important to support other people's oh, yeah. viewpoints yeah. and diverse voices. So thank you for doing that. Hell all yeah. the fans. Yeah. Yeah. Like very cool. We're very proud of Maggie. Yeah. Done a lot of really good, uh, good work in the community. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Resistance Broadcast. It's been a oh, pleasure you, hanging out with y'all. Um, if you, if this is your first time checking out the Star Wars Friends podcast, thank you. Awesome. Hope you had a good time listening. You can find us at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can email the show, show at StarWarsFriends.com, and you can listen to all of our other awesome crossover casts in our library that you can find on all those podcast channels. If you want to follow me and, uh, I don't know, play Squadrons, that'd be cool. You can send me a follower request on Twitter at Chris. Where can they find you guys at? This is Josh, and I am Battle of Tanab on Instagram and Twitter, and my PSN name is JRoyal9. JRoyal9. Dude, you got a lot of stars on PSN. Uh, this is <laughs> this is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on Twitter and Instagram and Xbox and everything else. <laughs> on brand. <laughs> very on brand and this is maggie and you can find me on twitter at maggie of the town oh uh, yeah so i got roasted last time i gave out my uh, psn name of heisenberger time uh <laughs> but you know it's all in good fun it's all in good fun just like tonight's episode so thank you to everybody i really appreciate it and we're gonna end this episode in classic fashion may the force be with you always always, always. <laughs> later Hey friends, don't forget to subscribe to the Star Wars Friends podcast and leave an awesome review on whichever podcast app you're listening on. Catch up on past episodes, fun interviews, and more at StarWarsFriends.com. Connect with the Star Wars Friends on social media at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the show at show at StarWarsFriends.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, may the Force be with you.